We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Big changes in college football. It's five plus seven now. We're all doing our math for the college football playoff, but there are just so many things going on in this ever-changing world of college athletics. That's why we bring in the expert as far as I'm concerned. He is Dan Wetzold. Yahoo Sports, his podcast is The College Football Inquirer. Dan, always a pleasure to have you on the show. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me on, man. Hi, Dan. All right, Dan, five plus seven. What does it mean, and you know, where is it taking us with college football now that we know that this is the format uh, for the college football playoff? Yeah, I think for the 12-team playoff in, in this situation, it's the best the uh, best option we had it was going to be six automatic qualifiers because there used to be a power five and then you'd have that one extra team could get in uh from the mountain west or the american or whatever one of those teams has a has a great season there's access for them to get in with an automatic bid um which i thought was you know it's good it brings a little bit of, ele- of a cinderella element to it um but the Pac-12 no longer exists as a Pac-2, and we don't need an automatic bid for a two-team two league. Um, although they, they proposed it. I'm not surprised. I bet they did. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> well, then, like, no, all you do then is just, like, Notre Dame adds, like, UMass and, and creates a two-team league, right, and just wins it every year and is automatically in. Uh, so you can't have that. So we have five automatic bids. It, generally, it's going to go to the, you know, the Big Ten, the SEC, the ACC, the Big 12. I think statistically it's probably impossible for those four not to get in. And then, look, your Boise State, your Fresno State, whatever, somebody gets in from, from the Mountain West. Then you have seven at-large uh, spots for everybody else. Um, you know, it's just the reality of the, of the playoff. You can, you, you know, I think you'll, you'll see probably each year, certainly the Big Ten and the SEC grabbing in three of those spots probably. Um, so, you know, the, the, you're, you're going to have access that way and then you play. And then the first weekend is the first, the top four teams are all conference champs. So you're, you're basically your ACC, big 12, big 10 SEC champion is going to get a buy in the first round. And then you're going to play seeds five, six, seven, and eight are going to host the game against 9, 10, 11, 12, you know, uh, paired up 12 and 5 and, and, you know, 9 and 8, or, uh, yeah, 9 and 8, stuff like that. So I think that's going to be exciting to have the home field games. Um, I'm intrigued to watch Southern teams come to the Big Ten. I like the idea of college communities getting the excitement, the money, the whole the attention, the whole bit. 
Um, you know, one of my favorite parts of college football is stadiums and the, and the towns and visiting the town. So I think like a playoff game at Ohio Stadium or, or Ann Arbor would be incredible. I think it'd be incredible when it's at Kansas State or something like that. Yeah. And a little town has this moment that you're never going to have. So and then obviously after that, you're, you, you go to bowl sites. I think eventually they'll change that with one through four. So for the next two years, I think we have a pretty interesting playoff. Um, they're voting on, you know, potentially what's going to come after that. I would love to see this play out a little bit and see what we have before we just jump ahead. But college sports doesn't necessarily do things uh, on a real nice time, time frame. Dan, I thought it was interesting in that playoff scenario if with the, when the NFL goes to Saturdays, college football will be going on Saturday too. I, I'm I'm really intrigued by watching the NFL and big time college football go head to head. What do you think about that? There will be some some overlap uh, on those Saturdays in December, uh, at least one of them. But the the NFL doesn't really start till like four thirty. So you know maybe you're into your second game. I, look, we all know the NFL is the king. The NFL gets huge ratings. The NFL is great. I don't think, you know, first of all, I don't really care what the ratings are. I'm going to watch whichever game is better. Uh, I'm not a TV exec, so whatever. But I also think there's a way for college football to to draft off the NFL also. It's not like every single NFL game is the most exciting thing in the world. And, um, you know, I know it's 430 and the Jets are playing the Bills. They're going to get a really nice TV number. But if – you know, let's say Ohio State's the seventh seed one year and Ole Miss or Alabama's coming, Alabama's the 10th seed, and they're playing in Columbus, Ohio against that. I don't know, man. That's going to be a pretty good rating, too. So um, it, it creates more excitement. What, what we have right now on those Saturdays are basically four low, the lowest-level bowl games, like New Mexico Bowl and those kind of Bahama Pop-Tart Bowl Um we're going to have playoff games. So I'll see how college football does against it. But, you know, my enjoyment of it's not going to matter on whether how many people are watching this or something else. Dan Wetzel joining us from Yahoo Sports, the podcast, the College Football Inquirer. I want to go back to something you said, Dan, after two years. And you said you kind of like to want to see how the 12 team plays out. I, I would agree with you. If you. I can't imagine that the idea of expanding to 16 is immediately there, and you're certainly not going to take teams out of the playoffs, I, I wouldn't think, moving forward, correct? No, they won't, they won't go smaller because there'll be less less TV money. Right. So, yeah, and, and they're, they're talking, I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of, like, saber rattling. Look, the Big Ten and the SEC are, are trying to exert their will on it. Uh, we want more money. We want more of this. I mean, we want – multiple automatic bids every year to the playoff, uh, which I find to be redundant. Like what year is the second place big 10 or sec team not going to get into a, win one of those at large spots. Yeah. Right. Generally they get in even, even in a four team, you know, I mean, Ohio state's been in a number of times after losing to Michigan, you know, they lose to Michigan, still get in Alabama, Georgia, the loser still makes it. So I, I, I find that to be just sort of like, I'm not even sure what they're doing, but, I really hope in college football, and one of the problems the sport has is there's no, no one is in charge. There's no commissioner. There's no, not that Roger Goodell makes all the decisions the owners do, but there's just nobody really in charge. And it, all these conferences try to just grab micro advantages, often to the detriment of the overall sport. 
And I think this sport is a lot better when we have all these teams playing. And it's it's not like the Mountain West is going to get in the way of Alabama and you know and 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 the Buckeyes and Penn State and all these schools, right? But having them in the tournament is a good thing. Like who cares, right? Um, have a big. I want the Big Twelve to exist. I want the ACC to exist. I didn't want the Pac-12 to go away. I liked it better when it was there. And obviously, they're still playing football, but it's it's chaotic and all that. I just think hopefully this isn't about look. We're going to grab. Uh, we get guaranteed all these spots, and we get to control everything. I, I hope there is unit. The reason March Madness is so great is because everyone's kind of got their chance. And at the end of the day, the team that wins the title is usually Kansas or Carolina or UConn or whatever. It, it doesn't really matter, but the entertainment product for the rest of us is so great. Dan, the seven at-large teams, I correct me if I'm wrong, the board of managers will decide who those seven teams are. Criteria, the and the criteria involved just the yeah. tip, the typical kind of of ranking stuff that we see in college sports. Yeah, it's the same playoff committee they have now. Which, if you've ever watched that show, yep. they say everything everything is a factor, which means nothing is a factor, right? <laughs> they can, <laughs> they can it means anything we want to do is what we do. Yeah, they'll be like one week they'll be like, wow, they got road victories are so great. And then the next week they're like. Uh, they have a, their turnover margin is plus uh, 14. I mean, that's tremendous. And you're like, okay, that's fine. But like, when did that become a thing? Um, yeah. So that's still going to be a, a, but look, I mean, you're going to be fighting over the seventh at large spot. Obviously there'll be people screaming and that's part of the part of it. Yep. The seating will be really interesting. That division of, are you number eight or are you number nine is big because you're talking about a home game. Um, but look, there's a hundred and last year there were 133, I think teams, there might be more now in Delaware or something. <clears throat> no one in the world would design a, of a sport where 133 or more teams play for one championship, right? Nobody would do this. No, we have, we have big cities, small towns, state schools, military academies, religious <laughs> schools. We got everything, right? right. We got it all. You know, we we had national powers at times in like Nebraska. Like it, it, anything can happen. So you would never design this sport, and that's part of the fun. Is it doesn't quite work. It'll never quite. All the Lego pieces don't <laughs> quite fit, and you just kind of got to go. All right, that's what we got. I mean, what do you want to do? You just want to have a thirty-team league? That's fine. But some years you're going two and two and ten, and you know it, it's a different sport. It's a totally different sport. So I like the. I like a little of the quirkiness. It's okay. So that's why I think it's interesting that we talk about the SEC and the Big Ten, you know, in these meetings, trying to grab more power. And you talk about thirty teams, and I mean, that, to me, I wonder what the future looks like if you're gonna, if the if the SEC and the Big Ten grab all the power, are we not heading towards just thirty teams? Maybe well, rele- I'd love to see relegation. That'd be awesome. But that's relegation would be cool. I yeah. mean, look, do we need one hundred and thirty-three? No. But again, does. Um, I don't know, whoever was in last place, you know, New Mexico State. I think they actually have a decent year. Does you does does it, does it affect your life if the University of Texas El Paso's football team never has a winning season or Louisiana Monroe? No, you didn't even know they were playing. Um, so, uh, yeah, th- they could go to a small thing, and TV would love that, right? Match up big on big. You would even cut, you know, numerous Big Ten schools out, numer all that. The problem though is. For these schools, 
these these teams have multiple purposes, and part of it is bringing alumni back. It's promotion. You want to have a good record. Nobody can just like you know. I don't know when was the last time Ohio State had a losing record. Was the one year with Fickle as the interim? Yeah, wasn't really great. But like, I mean, seriously, like forty years. What do they have? Maybe that's it. Like not, they're not they're they're built on hey we're going to win nine at least and we're going to fill up this hundred and ten thousand seat stadium and we're going to sell all the parking and we're going to have people desperate for tickets and all of that that's the business model if you go to a thirty team league to try to maintain that when you're playing you're going to lose more games you just automatically and someone's going to go one in one in eleven and unlike the NFL. When you go, you won't go one in, or, you know, sorry to bring it up, but 0 and 16 there, uh, you get <laughs> the number one pick. <laughs> I live in Detroit, so we just can't play <laughs> through it too. Um, but you get the number one pick, right? You can sit there and go, well, hey, we're getting Caleb, you know, we're getting Caleb, we're getting Drake, man, we're getting this. You lose, you get the best player. In college, the worst teams get the worst players. The best team gets the number one pick, basically. So how do you remedy that in a, in a 30 Five forty team league. You you need wins, and it's maybe Ohio State can stay. But like, would you want to be say like, I don't know who would be at the bottom of that. Maybe like Michigan State. It would be really hard. like Michigan State needs to schedule games. They're going to win and at least get six, eight wins, and have the alums come back and everyone have a good time. And you know, there's a lot of schools in college football who don't ever think they're going to win the national championship. Uh, it's just unlikely to happen, and. You know, but that's okay for what they're trying to do. They're really hoping, hey, maybe we can get in this playoff and host a game. Maybe we can make a little run. We don't necessarily think we're going to win the national championship, but we have a lot of a lot of fun with college sports. That's the difference between college and pro. I don't know if you saw the basketball game last night. UConn played at Creighton. Yeah, Creighton had incredible atmosphere. Creighton won. The kids are having fun. Like the place is jammed. Like what a great night for Creighton University. Creighton University is not winning a national championship. They've never been to a Final Four. They're probably never, like they're good. Maybe they make a Final Four. Great, that'd be unbelievable. But they're not really sitting there every day going, "How do we win the national championship?" That's okay. It's a great night for for Creighton. It's a great sport for Creighton. It's a great experience for Creighton. Dan Wetzel joining us, and Dan with Yahoo Sports, his podcast, the College Football Inquirer. You wrote a great piece yesterday, Dan, that I thought was really interesting about the the number of college football players declaring for the NFL draft dropping, and you say NIL and transfer portal effect. Isn't that a great thing for college football all the way around to be to, to keep good guys in the game and, and maybe even for the kids to not jump to the NFL too soon? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's certainly great for college football, and it's almost certainly good for the player. I mean, obviously, there would be individual cases where someone should have made their jump and didn't, but um, – Look, NIL, transfer portal, it's not, it's not perfect in any way. Plenty of things, but it's not all bad either. So in 2019, 135 juniors in college declared for the NFL draft. There was a seven-year stretch where the average was 115 players. So a pretty good sample size yeah. of number. Every year, over 100. This year, it's 58. It's dropped in half, if not more. And it's all of a sudden guys are saying, yeah, I'm still, there are actually a number of first round draft picks. Quinn Ewers and guys like that didn't jump 
Um, but guys are looking and going, hey, I can go pro and try to be a third rounder, or I can stay and play for my team and, and make some money and all of that. Or, hey, I, was, I, I wanted to come back for my senior year. My coach took a new job. We got a new group in. I feel like I got to go now. Now you can transfer and say, hey, this is a better situation. I'm going to jump over to this school. I can play over here, and I like that coach's system or whatever. They can make choices, and they're choosing to play in college. Obviously, Ohio State this year is the leader in that. Last year, it was Michigan. And look what it did for Michigan. You know, like they, they set up a fund, and remember, it was, it was almost controversial because people were like, they literally named it the One More Year Fund. They said, we have a, a GoFundMe, basically, to say, we want to keep Blake Corum and Zach Center and all these guys. They literally named them on the website. They raised enough money, and the guy said, well, back. Well, they just went and won a national title. Right? I don't think Blake Corum's disappointed in his decision. And I think that's great, right? Ohio State's season next year is very exciting. They have a ton of talent, recognizable. Fans get to spend another year with these guys. Um, there's better – there's 60, 70, 80 more guys that would be in the NFL probably that are now playing college football. That's, that's good. More star power more time on campus, more time to get a degree, more whatever. Um, I think, you know, so there are major benefits to NIL and Transfer Portal also. It's not just the complaint, 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 complaint. Dan, as always, thank you. Maybe we'll see you over here for the women's Final Four. Caitlin Clark, I can only imagine what Cleveland's going to be like that weekend with. I don't know if I can afford a hotel room. It's going to be insane. (laughs) Andy's got a spare room. People are showing up. (laughs) Well, it's really going to be tough because the eclipse is going on that weekend and so is opening day, so it's going to be fun. Oh, boy. It's going to be very good. Dan, thank you very much. We appreciate your time. You are the best. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. There you go. Dan Wetzel, Yahoo Sports, the podcast, the College Football Inquirer. He was on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep, Dodge, Ram. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Outline. First, let's uh, give me your first thoughts on on what he had to say. And, I mean, there were, there were just so many topics that we went through, through with him. So I'm going to go through them uh, one by one. But the, just the thing I like thought. is 
First of all, I like the expanded playoff. That's the the big general picture. Secondly, I, I like what Dan pointed out, which you know we knew was coming, but it, it's when when you hear Dan spell it all out, it's like, yeah, that's going to be great. When you have home games in the playoffs, and you're going to have you know the the teams that don't get a buy, the what next five, six, seven, eight, right, hosting on campus in their stadium. It's going to be awesome. Playoff games. That's going to be really cool. And I, I think that will do for college football, something that college football has needed for a long time, which is just to – most of the bowl games, Andy, are, are meaningless. Well, these, these aren't going to be bowl games. They're going to be better. And they're going to be anything but meaningless. And they're going to be on campus. You know, it's not like you're packing everybody up and shuffling off to – Ruston, Louisiana. No, you're also not – if your team's good and you have the opportunity to make your conference championship, you're not doing three road trips in six yeah. weeks. I, I just – I think that aspect of it might be the coolest thing of all. Um, I, I like where this is going. I mean, clearly, I think this is a better alternative. I am concerned about – and I said this at the beginning – some of the pitfalls of what we're looking at. Um, you know – I just I wonder what it's going to be like down the road. I wonder how many teams are going to get just no no chance. And I wonder if there's a chance to strengthen what is the old one double A, right? Like maybe some of these schools at the bottom. I thought Dan said something super interesting that we may hit something here sometime soon where the Big Ten doesn't look like the Big Ten anymore, where the teams that just aren't competitive in the Big Ten might get, find get themselves out. somewhere else. The issue I have there, though, is that I, I don't know, across the Big Ten, some schools are just stronger in other sports than they are in football, and yeah. do you really want to lose them in the Big Ten? Then the other big pitfall that we're looking at here is that, and maybe it's not a pitfall, maybe it's 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 this great thing that could happen, that the Big Ten and SEC are going to grab everything, and that's what we're going to see, and you're going to be down to 30 teams. And then you might. And if that's the case, then you've got 12, you know, 30 teams in a league and 12 go to the playoffs? Well, but you might have to make an adjustment then. You know, for instance, with you know, with the teams out of the Pac twelve coming to the Big Ten, right? Big Ten's a tougher conference, in theory, a tougher conference to win. So if you're getting the automatic bid, okay, well, do you wanna be in a tougher conference? You know what I mean? You wanna be in a, a conference tough enough that you're gonna get an automatic bid, but you really want all that competition for that automatic bid. Now you could immediately follow that up with, yeah, but by playing those tougher teams, you're in a better spot to get one of the seven at-large bids. Okay, that might be true. Might not be. You know, if, if they go, you know, for instance, we don't think there's any big deal in the NFL. Like if a team goes 13-4, and four, wow, that's a great season. Right. Well, you lost, We don't care you, about the four you losses. You lost four games. Yeah. In college football, you lose four games, you're not getting in. You're just not going to get in. No. Do you think? Not at all. I don't either. Even, even with 12 teams, but two I don't losses think you're doesn't in. get you. One loss in some scenarios doesn't get you. Undefeated has it, not gotten in. It might it'll change now because there are right. 12 teams. However, you know, let's let's just say uh let's say USC is phenomenal. But they lose to Ohio State, Michigan and Washington. Just let's just say that's a schedule. Mm-hmm. But they're phenomenal. You gonna get a, you gonna get all four of those teams in? Yeah, 
I don't know that you are. Well, if you're going to give them to the conference championship, uh, a ch- conference champion. There's one. There's a chance you could get that four. That means you get, you're going to get three of the seven at-large bids? You don't think that the SEC and the Big Ten aren't going to argue every year to have four or five teams in? Four teams they in? They can argue all they want, whether they're going to get pull it off. I mean, there are only seven spots. Seven spots available for at-large bids. So you, and you'll have your other one. So what, I think you I'm, can forget about. You don't think the Big Ten or SEC is going to get three schools? Well, someone's going to have three schools in on the first try. Somebody might, but not both. Dan, what do you think? Someone's getting three in on the first try. Guarantee it. That's two at-large bids and a conference champ. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would see that. Okay. Yeah, that I could see easily. Sure. But four? You're going to be hard-pressed for that, my friend. Well, here's how the four comes in, and this is where I was going to say this at the beginning of the show. Let's just say that one of the teams, like you know how they – the way they break up the East and the West in the Big Ten, and that somehow, some way, that a team wins, let's just say, uh, let's say one team wins the West, but the East is way stronger, and they sneak in and pull off a huge upset in the conference championship. But we see this in basketball all the time, right? Where now all of a sudden you probably had three teams for sure you were taking from the Big Ten. And what happens if on the other side champion that wasn't anywhere near what the opposite side that you know only one team can go to that conference championship you could end up if you commit yourself to the automatic bid going to your to your conference championship winner now all of a sudden you could you could sneak a fourth team in there because well, that they might get the automatic bid and then you might and then what if you've got three teams in the top 10 what if you have four teams in the top 10 you're you're using and I don't It's a basketball you. logic. You're using basketball logic. Yeah. That might not hold true in football. Like, well, wait a minute. You couldn't knock them off. Well, you don't deserve to be in our 12-team playoff. Let's go get the best team out of the fill-in-the-blank. But if you won, let's just say you won the East and, and we just had a huge upset, or maybe your quarterback was out for the conference championship and you've committed yourself now to letting the conference champion mm-hmm. have that automatic bid, well, you're kind that's going to be well, on the line. Oh, well, you're making me mad now. I'm sorry. Now you're convoluting things and you're bringing all this judgmental garbage into it. Well, rather than just best teams. Am I am I someone who hasn't walked down the college football road before in this? Well, and you're leaving it to a committee. So what if one of those teams is Oklahoma or one of those teams is Texas or USC or Alabama or Ohio State or a team that will draw a gargantuan number and make them a whole boatload of money because we know that plays into it. Although First round games are going to be on campuses. So any campus that gets a game is going to absolutely sell it out. Yeah, but that's not what So the, you're not going to have to worry about extra money because all of those games are going to be natural sellouts anyway. And here's it's my not next like question. It's not like you're going to a bowl game and you got to sell tickets. You're going to pack your place. Yeah, but those games, that the, the those big games, those are sold out. There's no, there's never a question about getting it's super expensive to get into the previous. Bowl championship series games. Those are the different ones. I, what what Dan's talking about is they first round. They, they travel well. Yeah. So Ohio State's had some great bowl games over the years because they travel well. Same with some of the other schools. Right. They, they might not have had if another school might have been better, but didn't travel as well. You know, you're not going to have to worry about it if you travel well. Your first round games on a campus, and that school's going to pack that place. It's absolutely going to happen. But they will absolutely take a team that would travel well, even if they had a first-round home game or had to travel for the first. Because they still look down the road. The next round is is in a neutral site. However, 
this thing is going to catch fire like crazy, and you're going to sell out those games. It's not going to be like a bowl game, guys. These are the real deal. I mean, they're going to pack them. This, oh, is, this is a playoff. I'm not. Yeah. Wor- I'm not worried about the home campus games when it yeah. comes to the, the NCAA. No, I, and I'm not. And I'm not worried about what the, what would be what national semifinals. I'm thinking about okay, what gets us the biggest TV number on the face of the earth? That's the part that I'm looking at because we know that these college commissioners but they will look at and that, these groups look at that. But when they go to schedule these games and they try to figure out what seed is what seed, right? They will look down the road to see who travels well. You guys, no, I, I honestly 100%, think, I think 100%. you guys are both basing your thoughts on what we know so far, which is NCAA basketball and the bowl system. I honestly think this is going to be so popular that it's going to draw television ratings because hey you're it's a playoff. I mean it's 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 not like oh good we won the Poughkeepsie Bowl. That's great. That's it's not that. People are going to want to see who's going to be the eventual national champ. And those the next round games when they knock it down to 8, those places are going to be full, man. They're they're this is going to work. Yeah, I don't it, I don't think we're questioning whether oh, no, it's no, going to no. work it or will. not. It will 100% work, but what sells better to a TV market? Ohio State versus Boise State or Ohio State versus LSU? I honestly think Ohio State against Boise State could be phenomenal because people are going to say, yeah, these guys are primed. They're they're the number eight team in the country. Here we go. They're one of the final eight. Let's go. Let's go Boise State. And I, I just think it's going to work. No. Yeah, I think you're going to Bo- get Boise's, into a scenario. Is Boise I, bigger than Baton Rouge, Andy? If you're looking for television ratings. I know LSU has a national following. Right. Isn't Boise a bigger market than Baton Rouge? I don't know off the top of my head. Me neither, but it's comparable, I'm sure. Uh, it, but they don't care about the market. They, they, it, it's going to draw regardless, guys. Yeah, it's I'm not be worried a about huge that. huge success. Yeah, I I, that's not the – I think you're, another problem you could have down the road is you could have massive blowouts on those home, on those home site games. And then if you get into those and you're going down the road and you're like, oh, man – I don't know about this anymore. I mean, we got teams, uh, you know, you've got teams hosting 5, 6, 7, 8. Now they're playing 9, 10, 11, 12. And 12's playing 5, and 12 just wins 56 to nothing. Guys it's like doubters. week one of the season. Doubters. No, I'm realist because I've watched enough college football over the year that I I know this is going to happen at some doubters. point. Doubters. I don't trust this committee to save my life. No, I don't and then you're also looking at a takeout order. Doubters. Although I do think Pat Chun is on the it's committee gonna fly. from Washington State, so okay. we trust oh, then him. it's going to be great. Okay. We trust I, him then. I, I trust everybody except one person who's probably in charge of putting together the thing. And hopefully he'll help Ohio Pat's State because he's an alum. We want him back here. Uh, see Ohio State angle. You got to get back with it, Jeff. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.